Hi everyone, Steve Perriman again here on the podcast, so let's not waste any time. Uh, apologies first for my throat, um, so I'm not sounding the best. Uh, we've had a bit of stress behind the scenes um, with our house sale, so I don't think that's helped my throat any. Bearing in mind I was awake from three o'clock this morning, but there you go, that's the, the stress you have to go through bloody solicitors and estate agents etc so tom again behind the scenes today and howard um here too on zoom to give us all the benefit of his supporters view so good evening chaps all okay good evening all good thank you and you yeah fine thank you so we're doing this podcast on wednesday night uh before the england denmark international game so can't make any reference to it but of course hoping that our players wherever they're playing today tonight can avoid injury as not to inhibit the uh, the weekend's game against West Ham United which is the point of this podcast um, I've heard it I just heard it that Harry Kane's playing tonight so so as Spurs supporters do we think that's good news or not I'm sure Harry wants to play, um, but also heard that Christian Eriksen is playing his 100th game tonight for his country. So, well done, Christian. I really enjoyed his play and his, his passing and his vision while he was in our, our team. So, um, so good luck to him. Hope you don't get a result, by the way, Christian, but um, hope you play well up to a point. So, as per this West Ham game, I started off not being able to remember anything particular that stands out in past games. Possibly because my memory isn't quite what it used to be. Howard did mention in previous weeks being at Jimmy Greaves' first game for West Ham, the Spurs at White Hart Lane, in the 1970-71 season. Jimmy scored uh, one of their two goals in a 2-2 draw. So, Howard, please give us again your reaction to Jimmy's goal on that day. Well, Jimmy was my idol as a kid growing up. And I couldn't believe it when he left. I was heartbroken. And him to come back at the end of the next season was great for me. And when he scored, it was the only time in my life I jumped up and applauded another, another team. Play. That sounds a bit spursy to me, Howard. So... Anyway, I understand the uh, the reaction. Gilly scored our two goals on that particular day. I, I don't think, I was only joking about Spursy Howard, I don't think anyone begrudged Jimmy that goal on his return to uh, return game. And the game at Apton Park that season was another 2-2 draw, but Jimmy didn't score this time. So uh, you couldn't have applauded that one, Howard. Anyway, giving it some thought, um, I should mention uh, from the start of my career as a schoolboy, it was between three clubs, QPR, my local one, Spurs, who were first to knock on my door, and West Ham United. My main influence um, during that 
14, 15 year old schoolboy was Ted, my eldest brother. And his opinion was that I should join West Ham. Remembering this was 1967 and therefore 66 was the Hearst Moore. Peter's time to help England win our only World Cup. He said that's where he felt I'd learn how to play this game. And, uh, and many of their players were homegrown. So more than Tottenham anyway. So I, I, I don't think it was a, a, a particularly bad thought by him. My father thought that uh, THFC was a better choice. So I opted for the Mighty Spurs because of um, the impressive, magnificent Bill Nicholson. And also what tipped it was the slightly shorter journey across London from west to east. I travelled four hours a day getting to Tottenham, two hours there, two hours back, and to East London would have been almost two and a half hours there and two and a half hours back, so five hours. So I'm not, I think the, the extra hour travelling would have, would have tipped me over the edge. So having had a 19-year career at Tottenham, I think it was a good choice. Um, and this was backed up by Jimmy Greaves uh, on stage at one of his shows one night. I was his guest. And he confirmed to everyone that having played for both Tottenham and West Ham, White Hart Lane was the better place to work and play and improve as a young player. So... Um, I don't think I could argue with Jimmy on that. So, Howard, you're going to um, take over now and you're going to give us some memory from the past games of Spurs and West Ham. Thanks, Steve. Um, I'm going to actually look back at two seasons, consecutive, consecutive seasons, 2005-06 and 2006-07. 2005-06 was our best season since the noughties. And going into the last game, we had 67 points, with Arsenal behind us on 65. A win against West Ham on the last day of the season would have been enough to ensure fourth place and entry into the Champions League. We just had to beat West Ham that afternoon. Viv and I were about to set off for the game when my cousin rang and told us to turn on the TV, where we heard the incredible news that six of our players had gone down with what seems to be some kind of food poisoning. The offices of the Premiership were, con were contacted and Spurs looked into the situation. Now, it so happens that that day saw the very last game ever played at the old Highbury Stadium. And so the offices of the Premiership were all at Highbury. Funnily enough, although the Premier League powers that they were were totally against allowing Spurs to play the kickoff by a day or at least until later that evening, they were given no opportunity to have a discussion and no one was prepared to listen. And so the game went ahead at 3pm as planned. You could see from the outset that many of our players were well below par. And in the circumstances, they did very well indeed. They gave it their all, but that was never going to be enough. And so we lost 2-1 and missed out by Champions League by one point behind Arsenal. We next actually qualified in 2011-12, finishing fourth. But Chelsea won the Champions League that season. Although they finished well below us, and as such, they were given the fourth place for that season. And we failed yet again to qualify. The authorities then changed the rule that if the winners of the Champions League finished lower than fourth, they would be given an extra club qualification. So the only club to miss out on the Champions League was, of course, Spurs. The following season, 2006-07, had us playing at Upton Park in March 2007 and produced one of the most exciting games ever played between these two clubs. 
West Ham struck first by Noble, a one-club man, a poor man Stevie, after 16 minutes. And they went 2-2 two two up in 35 minutes with a great free kick by Tevez, 2-0. 15 minutes into the second half, we were awarded a penalty and Defoe scored 2-1. Timo Tenio scored for Tottenham and a great goal it was, two all after 85 minutes. There's a man. Yeah. Bobby Zamora came on with minutes on the clock and scored a great goal, 3-2 to West Ham. Three minutes later, Berbatov scored with a delightful free kick on the edge of the box, 3 all. 92 minutes, saw West Ham throwing everything forward, but the move break down, broke down as Spurs counter-attacked and surged forward themselves. Defoe shot, the keeper parried, and following it up was Talteri, a Canadian fullback for whom this was his only goal for Spurs. Final score, 4-3 Spurs win. You could, of course, ask what our right-back was doing surging up the middle of the pitch, but let's concentrate on the positives. Yeah, well done, Howard. You've named some names there from the, from yeah. the past. You've pulled some up from deep. Yeah. Well done. Good memories. And hopefully you Spurs supporters out there have, have similar memories of that particular game or games. So I spoke before about my schoolboy decision to join Tottenham Hotspur in front of West Ham. And now another one as a young pro. So I've gone from schoolboy to apprentice and then as a young pro, 17 years of age. I got invited to go on a North American tour, the North American tour, and played my first ever first team game, albeit a friendly, against West Ham United in Baltimore, of all places, in a baseball stadium. So you can imagine how proud I was to be playing against top players, with top players. And for instance, I partnered Terry Venables in midfield. I think Alan Mullery was away on international duty. So you always talk to play 90 plus minutes. You know, if, 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 if you can only last 90 and the game goes on for five more, well, guess what? If you're tired in those five, team can score two goals, as Hal just mentioned there about the Tottenham comeback. So one of the strange things about this game in America was that the great big clock up there that I kept looking at, they stopped the clock every time the ball went out of play. So you can imagine how long this game lasted. And I'm 17 years of age, so you can imagine how, um, how tired I was at the end of it. Um, we won 4-3, Jimmy Greaves, bless him, got two goals, Jimmy Pierce and Roger Morgan got the other two. I was meant to go home after that Baltimore game. Um, David Jenkins, I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but I'll mention it again. David Jenkins got sunburnt on the top of his feet, which didn't please Bill Nick uh, a great deal and sent him home and left me there and I ended up playing all the games on the rest of that trip. I played against Aston Villa in Atlanta, then Fiorentina and Glasgow Rangers in Toronto in a, in a tournament. So great experience for me and probably gave Bill Nicholson um, a bit more trust in my, the possibility of me living in the, on the first team stage. And I was to make my full league debut some some months later. 
early season against Sunderland. So the other the other West Ham match again d- doesn't really deserve a mention, um, but I'm going to because it was my testimonial match in April '79. We drew two-two in front of seventeen thousand seven hundred and two people. I counted everyone in and everyone out because, of course, testimonial means that you, as the player whose testimonial is, you keep the gate. Unfortunately, I got injured and I had to leave the game at halftime, um, so which which wasn't normal for me. So, um, so yeah. So you can see, schoolboy wise, uh, apprentice wise, young pro wise, and even at the end of my career, West Ham had had some influence on on the way my career went. Um, I always think the two clubs are. are fairly close together in geography and also in sharing players, Martin Peters, Jimmy Greaves, for instance, and, and lots of, lots of names go between clubs. Um, another mention that someone said to me earlier today that the great Dave Mackay um, in a reserve game at Upton Park broke his leg for the second time. So when he was coming back to, to fitness, whether it was a, a, a scheduled reserve game or a specially fixed up one, they've ended up um, the second broken leg. So you can imagine how desperately disappointed we are when Harry Kane gets injured. Um, so Dave Mackay had the same effect on the team, or not, albeit not in a goal scoring way, but in a in a leadership role. So that was uh, that was bad news for all Tottenham people when when that news broke out. So lastly, um, just to finish off my bit about West Ham and my career, I scored my last ever goal for Tottenham Hotspur against uh, West Ham United on Boxing Day, a 1-0 win. So, yeah, victory against West Ham, which is no bad thing, especially on Boxing Day. I didn't know it was going to be my last game. I didn't know it was going to be my last season, but that's the way it turned out. And um, I need to keep reminding people of this, that that uh, I have a goal-scoring record and that goal helped me maintain my record, which was at least one league goal per year for 17 seasons. So it doesn't say a lot about my ability to... Um, to score goals, but it does say something about the longevity of my career that I, I was able to perform for 17 seasons. So, um, yeah, that's getting near the end now. Good luck to our team for, uh, for the weekend. Uh, who knows? Hope we see Gareth Bale at some point, even if he doesn't start, not that I know anything. I suppose that would depend upon how fit our players return from international duty. And I'd just like to finish on this one. I I listen to more football now on the radio because of um, the podcast and gives you some ideas what to talk about. But this was on actually television and it was about Robbie Savage who started to help at uh, Macclesfield. Robbie Savage does a lot on the radio and... I heard some common sense, football common sense for once. 
when he was asked what he thought about this Liverpool, Man United led sort of breakaway, etc. And he said, you know what? I've been that busy for the last week. I have not got an opinion on that situation. I know I need to get an opinion because at the weekend, people expect me to, to, to have one. So I sometimes think um, these pundits, I think sometimes they, they talk out the back of their backside, um, especially things they don't really know about or have experience of. So say Robbie, for instance, has he ever been a manager? Um, I don't think so. So when you start telling Mourinho and Pep and these top managers, Harry Redknapp, for instance, and you start telling them about selection and who they should pick and who they shouldn't pick, I don't quite see that. But at last I've heard someone say in the media, when asked a question, do you know what? I don't know anything about that. I've not read up on it. And I haven't heard about it, so I can't answer it. Thank God someone has come to their sense and that's how they uh, he answered that question. Maybe he was taking the easy way out. I'm certainly going to take the easy way out because I do not understand enough about it, but I make sure I do read up on it and, uh, and form an opinion. So thank you for listening. Um, be good to talk to you. Uh, hopefully I've got a better voice next time we speak. And um, good luck to the England boys tonight, especially the Spurs players. And I uh, hope the Danish midfield player doesn't kick the English centre forward and uh, give us all a bad night and a few bad nights worrying about the, the weekend selection. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye-bye.